Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for your blessing. Thank you for your kindness and the opportunity that we have to serve you. We praise you. We worship you. We ask you to speak to our hearts. Oh, God, help us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, you may be seated. Turn to Judges chapter 13. Right. Are you there? Tonight I'm just sharing with you about it, about prophetism. Now, prophetism it has to do with prophets and things that are um, to do with prophetic things. So it's not really about being a prophet, but it's about everything that is related to prophetic things. Are you there? Including being a prophet. What do you think? You understand? So, there are things which are prophetic and which the Lord does by the anointing of the prophet. And, you know, they are just, it's just a little different from being a pastor. Are you with me? Are you there? So I just want to introduce you to some of these things. If you remember at the beginning, I was sharing about prophetism and different visions. So today I'm just going to share with you just something small about, you know, the prophetic anointing. This is like a little different from, um, you know, what you might call a prophet, but it's still prophetic and it's a prophet. All right? Now, there's a principle you get in Judges chapter 13. All right? Verse 23. But his wife said unto him, If the Lord were pleased to kill us, he would not have received a burnt offering and a meat offering at our hands. Neither would he have shown us all these things, nor would us at this time have been told such things as these. Then the woman bare a son and called his name Samson. And the child grew, and the Lord blessed him. Amen. All right? Almost every aspect of the ministry of your life can be traced to an invisible um, aspect of God's dealing. All right? Are you listening to me? 
everything which has principles and steps. Let's say steps to success, steps to getting money, steps to being rich, steps to pastoral work, sex, steps to pastoring the church, steps to evangelism, steps to good preaching, steps to happy marriage, steps to not falling, steps to going to heaven, steps to everything. There is another aspect behind all steps. Huh? And that is God's powerful hand. You see, are you there? I'll give you an example. So I'm going to come back here. Will you, will you remember? Okay. If you look at... Um, because I want you to get this, this idea very well. For instance, if you have... Don't bother to turn out. I'll, I'll open for you. If you have, for instance, um, the steps to health, good health, if you have these, good, these steps, it is true that if you take vitamins, it will help. Or if you do exercises, it will help. Or if your weight is a certain level, it will help. Or if you don't drink Coca-Cola, it will help. Do you see? You drink water. One day I went to eat somewhere or to some people. They came to ask, what will you drink? After we have all ordered the food. This one said, I'll drink Coca-Cola. This one said, Fanta. This one said, Sprite. Milkshake. And they asked the last brother, I said, what will you drink? He said, ice water. <laughs> so I turned to the brother, I said, what is it that you know that we don't know? That we are all drinking Coca-Cola and Fanta, you are drinking ice water. So I told him, make sure you don't die before we die. Because <laughs> if you die before we die, we will laugh at you. So you may have all these steps, but there is a higher hand above steps. So when you are growing up in God, you get to a point where you meet the steps. You, you become an expert at steps. But as you keep going higher, you leave steps and you go to the hand of God. Even recently when I went to Malaysia, I, I had been in Malaysia four years earlier or six years earlier to preach the same church. The same pastor who was assigned to meet me and pick me from the airport, took me around and was looking after us. When I was with him one day, I asked him, well, he was talking, so I asked him, um, do you see any difference in what I'm preaching now and what I preached six years ago? He said, oh, yes, the difference is so obvious. I said, really? He said, what is the difference? He said, oh, the last time when you came here, you had a lot of principles and steps on how to do things, what is done, how it is done, and what you are doing in the ministry. He said, this time that you've come, it's more of the grace of God, the mercy of God, God's hand, and so on. And it is true. 
So it's not that the principles are not true. It's a level of understanding and knowledge. But there is a higher for every step. That is why none of the steps seem to work absolutely. Because you can apply the step fully. Amen. Steps to good marriage. You can apply. But when a higher hand breaks in, that is higher than steps. You may fry egg for your wife every morning. But when a higher hand steps in, you may turn the egg into omelette or into a what have you? But when the higher hands, it's like loyalty. There are steps, causes, stages, lessons, laws. But there is a higher hand. When that hand scrambles the eggs, you won't see an egg again. There may be five eggs with the yellow, the yolk. One, two, three, four. When the hand mixes it, that you won't see it again. Hey. So, let me read it. Don't turn. I'll read it for you. In Isaiah 19, alright, it says, The Lord is riding a swift cloud and is about to come to Egypt. Huh? It says, I'm coming to Egypt. God, the idols of Egypt will tremble at his presence and the heart of the Egyptians will melt within them. Now, listen on. He says, so I will incite God. Forget about tribal loyalties. He says, I will incite Egyptians against Egyptians. And they will each fight against his brother. And each against his neighbor. City against city, kingdom against kingdom. Then the spirit of the Egyptians will be demoralized within them and I will confound their strategy. What God is saying is that I will make them fight each other. You may have taught them loyalty or even told them the dangers of infighting. But God says I will incite them against each other. A higher hand than your principles and your teachings. And when they fight each other, it will demoralize you. It's the same thing that can happen in your marriage. That's why it's good to be quiet when you are watching things. Because, you see, Mike Maddox says himself for 13 years, when he saw people having problems in their marriage and divorce and other things, he, he was saying, look, if you follow these uh, 15 steps, number one, love your wife. Number two, do this. Number three, fry eggs. Number four, Talk to her. Number six, huh? have time for her. Number seven, communication. Number six, sex. Number seven, provide her needs. Number eight, financial. Number nine, don't beat. Number ten, take care of When something incites this against this, all your steps will be there, but you'll be standing there like that. I have applied all. That's why when our wall was broken, somebody came to see me and said, do you, do you fast? Do, do you pray? Do you have prayer walks? 
Do you have communion with the ground? <laughs> this cannot happen in Nigeria. Then they explain how a man of God said they were coming to break his church. And he said, every block you remove one life. One life, one block. If you are bold, come for the blocks. So when they said all those things, I felt so discouraged. I said, oh, dark what males. You don't have what it takes. Because people are standing by, they can see you lack certain steps. But when you are at a certain realm, you will know that it's not certain steps. One day, Reverend Istu started to have some problems with the government. When he saw Bishop Nick, Bishop Nick said to him, Eastwood, what they were, they were harassing him. He said, that it, that it. IRS was coming for him, different issues. So when he saw Bishop, Bishop Nick said to him, Eastwood, the prince of Ghana has located you. A higher power has located you in Bogatanga. And that higher power is now dealing with you. He said, Eastwood, the prince of Ghana has located you. That is not principles of doing what is right or wrong or whatever, but something higher is now working. The steps are being scrambled. So as you grow in God, you will realize that. He said, honor your father and mother, you will live long. But I have honored my father and mother, why am I dying now? There are other things. Are you there? So anyway, this is just a sign thing. I was just showing you something about Samson. And the Lord began to bless him. There's a, there's a hand that blesses. And when that hand is blessing, that's it. You can't do it. So just remember that in everything there is a hand. Higher than your hand. All right? Now, and the Lord blessed him. Verse 25. Now the spirit of the Lord began to move him at times in the camp of Dan between Zora and Eshtao. All right? So notice here, the spirit of the Lord began to move him at times. Not all the time. times. This is all that I want you to see. There is something in prophetism where at times the spirit of the Lord moves upon a person. And there is a time when what he is saying is because he is being moved upon by the spirit. But at other times he is not being moved upon. Do you understand? So this is, this is one of the types of prophets. And so when you are operating in that kind of prophetic calling, at times you say something, it's like a prophecy. And at other times, 
it's like just conversation. You get it? So you need to watch such people carefully. Maybe you should be careful of them. Because in a conversation, they may tell you your future. And in a conversation with them, they may speak about your death. And in a conversation with them, they may tell you all about what's going to happen, even in your life and in your business, in just in a casual conversation. And in a joke, they may say to you something, but it's not a joke. It's not a joke at all. The joke is not a joke at all. It's a very serious thing, especially with somebody who doesn't joke. The most light-hearted conversation. The spirit of the Lord move on him at times. Now, when the spirit of the Lord is on somebody, the person who the spirit of the Lord is moving upon often doesn't know that the spirit of the Lord is on him. Sometimes you ask yourself, now, we who lay hands on people, if you like, you can ask us, do we feel something when people are falling down? When we lay, sometimes you can sense a different kind of person that you are laying hands on. But sometimes when the power is, sometimes you yourself are surprised because you don't feel anything. Because you see, you are just a plastic pipe through whom the water is going. And it's hitting somebody who is now feeling wet. So at times, the spirit is moving, but you don't know it. Wow. Such type of prophetism is the type of ministry that is in these books, Isaiah, Jeremiah, and so that's why it's difficult to read. That's why it's difficult to read. Because there is a lot of things that are mixed up with things. Things that the Spirit... Not that the spirit didn't inspire, but maybe the level of which the spirit inspired is different. Even within the same chapter and within the same context, it changes. It just changes. Within a few verses, it has changed back to normal. That's why we don't like reading those chapter books. It's very boring. It's almost meaningless. How many realize what I'm saying is true? Because you have to go through a sea before you see one thing. And by the time you see that, you'll be confused because of what he said just before. Like in Isaiah from about chapter, from about chapter 11, he starts to prophesy about different countries after about chapter 23. So for several times, blasting Egypt, the one I read in 19 is Egypt. Then he would turn to the Medes. Then he would turn to Assyria. Then he would turn to Babylon. A blasted every country. So you just wonder, what is this guy talking about? You can't pick anything out of it. And that is why such prophets don't even seem like prophets. And yet, Perhaps they are the most anointed prophets because Jesus quoted more from Isaiah than any of the others. And Isaiah is the most referred to prophet in the New Testament. 
He operated in this prophetism. And he comes down like that. It's, it's amazing. So you've got to watch such people. Personally, I sense that type of prophetism in my life. Yeah. Because I've never consciously felt that I'm prophesying. But many times, I'm saying something that is going to happen, not partially, but exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is how this thing will end. This will be how it will end. Huh? As if it's a joke. Many times, I've said things as though I were joking. But it's mixed up with Okay, T, it's your turn to play. Ah, then, shall I do you know that this person, eh, this is what's going to happen to the person. Okay, let's go. Then we are moving. Hey, don't walk confidently when I'm preaching in front of you. Let this be the last time, and all of you who walk here. Is it clear? Don't walk in front of me when I'm preaching. Rubbish. You should, have, you should even be afraid to come and walk here. It's wrong. Go to the back. Listen. You have to be very careful with such things because in one moment it's like a joke. But the next moment, they are informing you about something. So as I was saying, before I was interrupted, yeah, it's very bad. You know, you've got to watch Isaiah very carefully. There are some people who are given, good at giving good impressions. They will talk to you and say, I, I, I see something in your life. I don't think there's anybody here who can come and tell me that I've said to you that I see something. Oh? That's, that's not likely. And, and even in the natural, if you relate with me, you can easily have a wrong impression. You see, when I'm having a very serious meeting with you, you think I'm just, I mean, I'm just sitting there or I'm just talking to people. You get it? You see, I even don't, one of my, one of the things about me is that I'm, I'm a serious person. I don't laugh at people. It's my wife who laughs at people. Reverend Saki laughs at people. I don't laugh at people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't laugh at people. When they are laughing at someone, I don't laugh. It's true. Yeah, I don't laugh. <laughs> Do you see? And I mean, I enjoy jokes, but it's not my it's not my favorite thing to do. Like uh, Reverend uh, Terry Jones said, it. I don't have all these nice things. You get it? <laughs> 
But I think this principle, if you can get it, the Spirit of God moves on him at times. Uh-huh. So one day, Samson went to follow a girl. You see, you would have thought that he was just following somebody. You get it? But the Spirit of God stirred him up. He said, but the Lord was behind the thing. Wow. Watch out. Hmm? So if I was you, you, I would, you, you have to take somebody like Isaiah very seriously and try to understand him. Try to pick. But there are some things I can show you because you all know. In this section... You get it? Where he was blasting people. Hmm? You will see in Isaiah. Let's turn to, let's say, anywhere. Chapter 8. And the Lord said to me, take a large tablet and write on it in ordinary letters. Swift is the booty, and speedy is the prey. And I will take to myself faithful witnesses for testimony. Uriah the priest, and Zechariah the son of Jebekiah. So I approached the prophetess, and she conceived. And gave birth to a son. And the Lord said to me, Name him Maher Shalabas something. Right? For because before the boy knows how to cry, My father or my mother, hmm? the wealth of Damascus and the spoil of Samaria will be carried away. So before the boy will cry, mommy. Or before the boy will cry, daddy. Damascus and Samaria are finished. <laughs> are you there? Are you there? And that is why in verse 18, he says, behold, I and the children whom the Lord has given me are for signs and wonders in Israel from the Lord. Do you, do you get it? So he's just blasting some Damascus and Samaria. And he's saying that he has given birth. He said, before my child cries, Mama and Dada. So as the child is growing, it's a sign that the time is coming. By the time the child cries, Mommy, Daddy, it's finished. So he's just blasting countries. The Damascus is not part of Israel. You see. Different, different, different blastings. Then, chapter 9. But there will be no more gloom. If you read chapter 8, the end, they will look to the earth, behold, distress. If you look at chapter 8, it says, they will look to the earth and behold, distress and darkness and the gloom of anguish and they will be driven away into darkness. But there will be no more gloom for her. 
who was in anguish in earlier times. And he treated the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali with contempt. But later he shall make it glorious. By the way of the sea, on the other side of Jordan, Galilee, of the Gentiles. By this time you are falling asleep. How many are falling asleep by now? Are you understand what I'm saying that the spirit of God shall move on him at times. So by now we don't understand whatever he's saying. It doesn't have any meaning. Then we just carry on. Then the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine upon them. You remember Jesus? When Jesus was born, this was the scripture that was good. So it's like just before we are not seeing what he's saying. And suddenly we have shifted into another. That's what I'm saying. That When somebody who has this type of prophetism is talking. He can write a lot of books, but one book is specially anointed. Or several books. This one is the, this one is the, or he's chatting with you. This one is cursing you. This one is blessing. This one is predicting your future. All are happening in the chatting and conversation. Thou shalt multiply the nation and shall increase the gladness, and they will be glad in thy presence, as with the gladness of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For so thou shalt break the yoke of their burden and the staff on their shoulder, the rod of the oppressor as at the battle of Midian. For every boot of the booted warrior in the battle tomb. See, now the thing has shifted again. It has gone back to the lower level. And the cloak rolled in blood will be for burning fuel for the fire. He's explaining that the, what they will use for fire is a, a dress that is soaked in blood. That's how we used to light fire in the night. He's predicting destruction. Then he, he shifts again in verse 6. For a child, for unto us, a child will be born and a son will be given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. And there will be no end to the increase of his government. And on the throne of David and over his kingdom... To establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness. From then on forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts shall accomplish this. The spirit has come back. A time it has come. It has come. It's about to go. In the next verse it's gone. This is prophetism. Then comes down. It's changing. It's changing. How many know are familiar with that? Unto us a child is born, a son is given, unto him shall be the government of the government of his shoulders shall be on his head, and to the end of his kingdom there shall be no end, and so and so on. His name shall be counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Hush. He suddenly moves into a realm and speaks of the Messiah. Then he comes back. And then he starts to talk about something. The Lord sends a message against Jacob. And it falls on Israel. And all the people know that is Ephraim. And the inhabitants of Samaria are setting in pride and arrogance of heart. The bricks have fallen down. But we will rebuild with smooth stones. The sycamore trees have been cut down. But we will replace them with cedar. Therefore the Lord raises up against them adversaries from raising. The Arameans on the east and the Philistines on the west. And they devour Israel with gaping jaws. What 
is the meaning of this? How many are lost again? Uh-huh. Directly in the rough, in the bush. I think if you get this, we can close. Is it powerful? I love it. It's prophetism. In and out. In and out. All the time. In and out. Switch on, switch off. And to the highest level. It's very wild. The highest level of prophetic foresight. And then the next time, it's like it's so natural, predicting something, blood, this, killing, beating. Hey, mentioning names, oh. Then he starts to talk about something. Amazing. Hmm? Wow. Wow. Chapter 10. I will come about in that day the remnant of Israel and the house of Jacob have escaped. They will never rely again on the one who struck them. But they will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. Verse 21. A remnant will return. For though your people, O Israel, may be like the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them will return. A destruction is determined, overflowing with righteousness. For a complete destruction, one that is decreed. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, O my people who dwell in Zion, do not fear the Assyrians. Who strike you with the rod and lifts up his staff. For in a very little while my indignation against you will be spent and my anger will be directed to their destruction. The Lord of hosts will arouse a scourge against him like the slaughter of Midian at the rock of Oreb. And his staff will be over the sea and he will lift it up in the way as he did in Egypt. How many are confused? How many are confused? Raise your hand if you are confused. I don't blame you. How many are feeling sleepy already? Verse 27. So it shall be in that day that the burden shall be removed from your shoulders and the yoke from your neck and the yoke shall be removed because of the anointing. The yoke shall be broken because of the anointing. How many have come back? How many realize the thing has come back? We are back on air. We are back on air. We are back on air suddenly. Prophetism. We are back on air. The only type of prophetic thing that we know is when we say, Come me off air. Come me off air. Ring me off air. This is my number. 0244-686842. Come me off air. Now, share me what, and you know, church premises what that someone left behind the bus stop behind the gutter. That's all that we know. So I've seen certain things in your family. It seems that uh, do you have a certain auntie, uh, uh, auntie called uh, Equa? Aha, uh-huh. yes. You see, it seems there are certain spirits coming from an ancient tabernacle that was raised up against you with libations and blood and certain waters that have been sprinkled in the, in the ground. And you feel, yeah, the man has seen into the past. Meanwhile, a prophet was talking to you the other day and was informing you about how your business is going to get collapsed. If you don't crystallize it right now, if you don't crystallize it now, you are finished. 
have predicted the doom of different people's business and it has happened. One day I saw somebody, I said, oh, but I could have told you. This thing I could have told you. I could have told you. And sometimes I told you, but you couldn't hear because I didn't do two, six, seven, eight. See me after church. Something is going to happen. That's what you want. Ashes, bring this one to me. This one. No, no, not this one. This one. This one. Revenue suit is coming here in two weeks' time. It's going to be, it's going to be wild. <laughs> Ashes, you are too slow. Bring this one. This one. No, 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 not this one. This one. <laughs> Because I don't do that. Say, you see me now. Say, you see, Bishop Nick told me, he said, you see, I said, it seems the Lord has anointed you for that thing. The way you were standing there as if you were not doing anything. And the miracles were just happening all around. I said, so what should I do? He said, you were just standing there. How should I stand when I stand at the crusade? I stand the way I know how to stand. I don't know any other way to stand. That you were just singing. And then you, miracles were just, I said the miracles, there is. Then after he saw Dr. Go, he said, what did he say to you? He said, well done, you, you did well. You did well, powerful. <laughs> he said, when I saw the crowds and I saw the standby generators and the tents, <laughs> And the, he said the sound was clear on the stage. He said, you see in crusade, the sound is not clear, but the sound was clear on the stage. But a certain something, you, you, that's what you feel. No, no, no. There are types of prophets that keep changing. Then change back. You don't understand what it is. That's why you need to be serious with God before you can read it. You never see anything in Isaiah. You can't see the way it is. You can't see. It's mixed. But when you are with somebody that you sense is... In fact, do you know what made me interested in Isaiah? When I read somewhere where he said that Jesus Christ quoted more from Isaiah than anybody else and that Isaiah is the one person who was referred to more than any other prophet more three four times more than everybody I realized that hey this guy is a very serious person but how come I don't see anything but it's because of this prophetism thing just raises and then it comes back Watch out. If your pastor is that way, no, not everybody is that way. Like one of our pastors, prophet, prophet Baden, I think he had a vision. And I think, I don't know what it was, but the Lord carried him somewhere to a school or something. 
is it a school or secondary school or something? Yeah, he said the Lord carried him in a vision to a secondary school and told him that he should something with students or the school. Huh? You see, but I already flow with students. Not that I already flow, but that's also one of my emphasis. It's the young people. I like them more than the old and tired people. Forgive. Meherets. In Ethiopia, mercy is meherets. 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 But many of those things. One day I told him, I, I decided, I think, about a week, I just thought to myself, no, one of the very important things the Lord wants us to do is to use the media. Then he came to me and he said he had had a vision. I said, what is that vision? He said in the vision, he saw himself going around trying to, trying to win souls and he was trying to pull them to come and they were not coming. They were struggling, trying to get a few things. Then he saw another vision where in the same vision also, I think he climbed up in a tree, high on a coconut tree, and then he was speaking, and far, and then the people were just coming, coming, and the Lord says, he's in the air. You have to operate in the airwaves through the media. So when he told me, I said, ah, me too, I have just decided that, but mine is like, I have decided, though. But his is that he has seen. It was the same, exactly the same thing. About a particular vision, I forget the exact thing, but it was something like in a coconut tree and calling the people and they were coming from the air. Huh? An angel called him and did what? Come and sit here and speak into the air and the people will come. An angel called him, come and sit up here and speak into the air and the people will come. From the top of a high tree and the people will come. It's like speak through the air, the media, and the people will come. This way of going around as we are doing, it's not working now as we may want it to work. Yeah. But just decided, no, we must go back on television. In fact, that's what made us go back on television. But it's like in a different way. So you've got to watch out because like when Naaman the Syrian went to Elisha, he wanted Elisha to come to him. In a certain way. And Elisha too didn't come in that way. And if you don't receive in the way it is coming to you, you'll miss it. Turn to Isaiah. Look at. Are you in Isaiah? Okay, look at, let's say, verse chapter 14, for instance. When the Lord will have compassion on Jacob and again choose Israel, and verse 1, and settle them, then strangers will join them and attach themselves to the house of Jacob. And the peoples will take along and bring them to their place, and the house of Israel will possess them as an inheritance in the land of the Lord, as male servants and female servants, and they will take their captors captive and rule over their oppressors. Are you, are you, are you there? How many are, how, what level are we on? Low or high? Are we on low or high? Low. Okay, verse 3. And it will be in that, in the day, when the Lord gives you rest from your pain and turmoil and hard service, in which you have been enslaved, that you will take up this taunt against the king of Babylon and say, how the oppressor has ceased and how the fury has ceased. 
The Lord has broken the staff of the wicked and the scepter of the rulers which used to strike the peoples in fury with unceasing strokes which subdued the nations in anger with unrestrained persecution. The whole earth is at rest and quiet and they break into shouts of joy. Even the cypress trees rejoice over you and the cedars of Lebanon saying, since you were laid low, no tree cutter comes up against us. Shale from beneath is excited over you to meet you when you come. Are we, are we back on air? Uh, Randy, give me your Bible quickly. He said, it arouses for you the spirits of the dead and all the leaders of the earth. Are you there? Or the King James says, hell from beneath is moved to meet thee at thy coming. It stirreth up the dead for thee, even all the chief ones of the air. All right? Best time, they shall speak and say unto thee, Art thou also become weak as we? Art thou become like unto us? Huh? They will respond and say to you, Even you have been made weak as we. You have become like us. Verse 11. Your pomp and the music of your harp have been brought down to shield. Maggots are spread out as a bed beneath you, and worms are your covering. Oh, how have you fallen from heaven? Verse 12. He's going higher in the prophetic revelation. Now he's moving to a third heavens. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which this weakened the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. He has changed the level of the bitter band completely. I will exalt my throne above the stars. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation, the sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, say, Is this the man? Now he's coming, trying to come back. Is this the man that made the earth to tremble? that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness, destroyed the city, that opened the house of his prisoners. All the kings of the nations, in all of them, lie in glory, everyone in his own house. But thou art cast out of thy grave like an abominable branch, and as the raiment of those that are slain. Now he's coming backwards, he's coming down. Are you noticing that he's coming back down? He's coming back down. You see, thrust through with a sword that go to the stones of the pit. That's a carcass. Thou shalt not be joined to them in burial because thou hast destroyed thy land and slain thy people, the seed of evildoers. Prepare slaughter for his children. Now he's descended. Prepare slaughter for his children for the iniquity of their father. They do not rise nor possess the land nor fill the place of the well with thy cities. For I will rise up against them, says the Lord of hosts, and cut from Babylon the name, the remnant, the son, the nephew. Eesh. Now I think if we are back to we're falling asleep again. <laughs> wow. How many are realizing that we are going in and out? We are going in and out. You see? But you see, you have to take your time. And these ones, because you know them. And there are other ones that you don't know. That are very powerful for now. And you must alert yourself. Open your spirit. Perhaps you yourself have such a calling. How can you know you have such a calling? Watch when you speak. Those of you who are pastors. Sometimes God has anointed you to see the future of your sheep. You can see that this one, this is how he is. You know, one of the things that I sense is that I sense that because 
God has given me the responsibility for certain people. There are certain things that I can see about them. One day I was in a hotel with a Reverend Saki in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I slept, woke up early in the morning, and I told Reverend Saki, look at what I have seen. I saw this brother who was in the office here. And look at what he was saying in the office. So I said, do you think this guy is a proper person? I, I don't remember the last time I thought about him. I said, do you think this person is a proper person? Based on this thing that I've seen, I'm lying in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I have, my mind is nowhere on this person. And this guy is one of the good guys that we have. But look at what he was saying in the office. Prophetism. But you see, sometimes God has given you that over setting people to see to discern, you know. So just allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and to just flow with you. And I know that God is going to bless you powerfully. Amen. Finally, I just want to say that there are new things amongst the prophetic things of Isaiah and all these guys that are for you. May he open your eyes to see them and to flow in them. In Jesus' name. So as we end, I just want to share with you, I just want to show you one powerful uh, scripture that I think is, if you are not a serious, you may live now. You get it. In Isaiah 13, don't, don't have to go far. Just go backwards one page. Hmm? Wow. Hmm. Mercy. I am going to stir up the meats. Verse 17. I am going to stir up the meats against them. Who will not value silver or take pleasure in gold. And their bows will mow down the young men. And they will not even have compassion on the fruit of the womb, nor will their eye pity the children. And Babylon, the beauty of the kingdoms, the glory of the Chaldean's pride, will be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It will never be inhabited, nor lived in from generation to generation. God is predicting the overthrow of the enemy kingdom, Babylon. Wow. Nor will the Arab pitch his tent there, nor will shepherds make their flocks lie down there. Absolute victory. But desert creatures will lie down there. Their houses will be filled with owls. Woo! And ostriches will live there. And shaggy goats. Tell somebody, shaggy goats will frolic. The, the victory over Babylon is so absolute that owls will now live in the houses where human beings were living. Desert creatures will be running through the house. Shaggy goats will be frolicking. They'll be playing. There. They'll be jumping. That's the kind of victory that God is going to give over and against Babylon. Are you ready for shaggy goats to take over the enemy's camp? Yeah. 
We shall make the enemy run away until owls have filled his house. And hyenas will howl in their fortified towers. And jackals in their luxurious palaces. The bed that they used to sleep on, jackals will be jumping on those places. And her faithful time also will soon come. And her days will not be prolonged. I'm closing with something. I want you to see something. It says that there is a type of victory which the church, you see, this is now for us. So. There is a type of victory which the church hasn't seen. We, 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 we haven't really overcome the enemy. There is a type of victory where owls fill the camp of the enemy. Ostriches are the type of chicken that they have. Yeah, they don't have chicken. They have ostriches moving up and down. Shaggy goats are frolicking. Jackals and hyenas are whoa, whoa. When you look up, one day I was in a room and I look up, I saw a bat. I said, hey! You cannot sleep in that house again. And the owl, they have a, an eye. This type of big eyes. You'll be scared. So the kind of victory is that it says that there will be a total wiping out of the enemy. But why have we not experienced such an absolute victory over the enemy? Because we are not the kind of army that is described here. He describes how the type of army that gets a victory that makes the house to be filled with owls and the house to be filled with ostriches and shaggy goats to be jumping in place of sheep. Hyenas and jackals are moving. Why? Because of a type of army that came. So listen to what God said. He said, I am going to send a particular type and you, I prophesy and predict that you are, you are going to be that kind. of How many want to see the kind of army? It's the type of army that brings such a victory. It's right there. He said, behold, I am going to stir up the meats against them. Now, now he's going to send a type of army. Who will not value silver? Hey! They will not value silver nor take pleasure in gold. These are the type of people that I am sending. The, the type of man of God I am sending. He will not value silver. He will not take pleasure in gold. That's the type of person that can bring a type of victory that causes the house of the enemy to be filled with ostriches and owls. They don't value silver. And they don't take pleasure in gold. Unfortunately, most of the army likes silver. <laughs> and we want our gold. But God said, I'm going to send a group a type of young person, Masando Baralibos, a type of girl, a type of boy, a type of man who does not value silver. 
So when you are coming and they want to try to change your focus, change your preaching messages, change what you are doing, spoil what you are doing with silver and gold, said, I am sending a type. They don't value these things. They will have, it will have no effect on them. You see that you ask yourself, ah, doesn't anything, don't you value any of these things that we value? Don't you like what we like? Don't you want what I have? Don't you like a car? Don't you say, I don't like a car. I don't want a car. I want the enemy. I want to destroy the enemy. That's the type of, that's the type of army. Say, I will send a people, and God knows the type of people. Now, when they see you, say, we are not here for money. <laughs> we didn't come for money. We have a different reason for being around. We don't value gold. As you value gold with your life. And they, they, they are both more down young men. And they don't have compassion on the fruit of the womb. And neither will their eye pity children. Eesh. These are not family men. <laughs> I said these are not family pastors. Men who are looking out for the future of their children. Or any children. They, they will not pity children. They have one aim. Oh yes. I am sending God eh. When God is going to punish you, he said, I'm sending a, a type of army. It's different from the types that have been coming. The types that have been coming, they like money. They, when they see children, they feel sorry. They say, oh, let me leave this. They are family men. So when he said, this one looks like my child. When I went to Ethiopia, I saw a little girl who looks just like my daughter. I carried her. I held her. I said, oh, this one reminds me of my little daughter. She comforts me. I feel so happy. I was holding her. And I said, if I have to adopt a child, I'll go to Ethiopia and adopt a child because they look just like my children. My eye pitied the child. I had compassion. So when you see the child, I said, oh, it reminds me of my... One day I was talking with Reverend Saki. Reverend Saki, this one is just like my son. Their eye remembers. that God said, I'm sending a group here. They, they don't think about these things. <laughs> Jesus said, if anyone come unto me and hate not his father, and hate not his mother, and hate not his wife, and hate not his children, and hate not his brothers, and hate not his sisters, yeah, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. In this last day, God will raise up a person, a type of, a type of army. You meet them and you show them, car, car. Say, no, no, no. You say, house, house. No, 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 no. You see, family. No, no, family. My eye does not see. My eye does not pity. My eye has no feelings for these things you are talking about. My heart is on one thing. By the time I finish, owls and ostriches and shaggy goats and desert creatures will occupy the house of the enemy. Ah, that is why 
the type of army that has been coming before, pastors who like money, they always say the right thing, but actually their spirit is with money. They value gold. They take pleasure in silver. They have pity on things and family. Things. You cannot be his disciple if you are going to think about those things. You cannot. You will not do well. It will not be an absolute victory. You think we are looking at our children as we are serving God. When you start to make all those calculations, now you, you lower your rank. You see, I'm not here because I valued money. If I valued money, I would not have come here. Even when I get gifts and when I get set, I can't even use it. Because of the type of job that I have. I cannot even use it. I'm not here because I valued money. There is a certain victory that you can never have. Blessed are the poor, for theirs is the kingdom. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. The anointing is for the If you claim to be anointed, get your tickets. We are going to the poor. And people will say that, where are you going? So I'm going. I said, do you not like the city? No. <laughs> do you not like house? You don't like car? You don't like future? You don't like masters? You don't like PhD? You don't like London? You don't like America? <laughs> I said, no. My eyes on something. My eyes on something. Intina, shaggy goats. And that's it. You know, Instead of shaggy goats and owls, we have left people. The enemy has troops. In fact, they have even joined the church. Instead of wiping out the enemy. Now, we can't go to certain towns and villages because it's below those people who value. Some people want to be sent to, as missionaries to famous cities. There shall be no sending to famous. There shall, there shall be sending to anywhere. Anywhere. That is the type of people. How many are that type of? Huh? How many are that type? Your eye does not pity. Look at Pastor Kingsley. He leaves his wife for the whole year. And he goes away and his children. In fact, when his wife said, I'm not coming, come back. He said, I'm not leaving my ministry for this. I'm going back. Yeah. It's not. That is why, you see, if you look at his life, we can look back in Lighthouse. And we can point to Teshi Church, which he started. We can point to Ashoman Church, which he began. We can point to South Africa Pretoria Church, which he began. We can point to Namibia, which he began. We can see the fruit. He said, where he has, when he passes the place, owls and then ostriches and these desert creatures, they, they are the ones who are, they are the ones that are left. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The, the way you're value is and your pity and your compassion. You cannot do much. But when you see that, oh, you remind me of Daniela. <laughs> you go here. Say, ah, 
Mm-hmm. You remind me of Paula. <laughs> no. <laughs> you remind me of my son. <laughs> you can't work. This work, it means pitiless. Pitiless wickedness. How many are ready to be merciless as far as the work of God is concerned? I'm looking for merciless troops. So I'm looking for the well-being of my child. Eh. Please, make sure you take your child to international school. Where you are going, there is no school. Mm-hmm. There is no school there. What school is in Kede? International? By the time your child finishes, you'll be expert in tree. The only subject your child can do is Islamic studies and A level AWEB and A level G. Hey! Are you ready to deplete the enemy's camp? Pastor these are the type of people that we need. That is why when your parents are that's what, let me tell you, those of you who come say, my mother said this, my father, of course, your mother, if your mother is kind and your mother is whatever, she has, she loves you, she will never support you. So don't come, don't bother to come and tell her, my mother said that, no, we know your mother will not, and your father, any normal mother and any normal father will not encourage you, for you it's normal. So when you come and tell me, when I listen to you, it's like you are saying a poem, I've heard it over and over and over. Ah, you know what? You know my last prayer I prayed before I left Ethiopia? I said, Lord, let me come back here one day. Let me have missionaries not in Addis Ababa, beyond, far away, where the famine is. See, every 10 years they have a famine, and 10 million people die. Not 3,000. Like in the World Trade Center. 10 million. Not every year, every 10 years. I said, Lord, grant me the honor. I don't want to see the president of, 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 of Ethiopia. No. King Haile Selassie, when he was overthrown, the guy killed him and buried him in his house under the toilet. Under his toilet. So that when he poops it, goes on him. The kings of this earth, they have no value. So when they also overthrew this rebel, then they came and took him from the toilet and went and put him in a church. We don't need to see these presidents. Their power is too temporary. What we need is who God loves. Send me to the poor man. Send me to the guy who can receive my gospel and receive my preaching. I want to go there. I want to be used. I want to be sent. This one, Isaiah was talking to us. You you may not be used to this particular scripture, but this one. And you see, when he prophesied about the son, his name shall be called, he said, he closed by saying, and the zeal of the Lord shall accomplish it. Without zeal, you cannot accomplish the work of God. 
many of you cannot accomplish because you don't have zeal. We are talking about zealous people. We are not talking about people who want a 30-minute sermonette on Sunday morning. We are talking about zealous people. Old people cannot do this job. Women who want a lot of children cannot do this job. Any woman I meet who says, I want to have these children, more children, you, 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 you are not part of this army. It's not compatible. Looking after children is incompatible with some of these things. You may have to delete some of your children or all of them. The, look, you think I'm joking? That's why I said, don't come. You say, don't come in the evening. may have to say I'm not having children. The missionary I met at Funasu, he had decided that he's not having children because of where he is, he and his wife. They have no children because where we are, it can't, it's not compatible. They said they have no pity. We have no, the man has no pity on his wife. Most men who have a certain compassion for oh, I want my wife, even sometimes they don't even care or they don't even want to talk about some part of pity for the, the so try and have a child. But this one, he has to be, he said, he, said, he told me, he said, we don't want a, a ch- any child. We are, we are in the village. No pity. No feelings for other things. When you offer them money, you, when I was driving my car and I spoke, I saw, I saw him looking at the car and I was thinking what he was even thinking in his head. But he doesn't have any such car as the car that I was driving in the village there. A white man who grew up and went to school in America. He, 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 he goes, I will send a type of person who doesn't value money. You will see pepper when those people come. You will see fire. Wow. Wow. What do you think? You see pepper. That's why the church is powerless. Power. Have you seen a church that likes money like the current church? Every pastor is preaching about how to get money. <laughs> because the pastors are afraid of the people. Our testimonies of God's blessings are all related to money. Visa. But God is going to send a people who don't value visa. He said, what is Visa. What is America? What is England? I don't need England. I don't need America. I need God. Don't you want multiple visa? I don't want multiple visa. No pity. No compassion. Young men, when you are getting married, how many of you have that spirit? That type of when you are marrying, you better warn your wife. Better warn your wife that me, the way I am and the way things are. If you know you cannot follow me, resign now. Resign now. Because where we are going is very wild. Normal women cannot follow me. They have no pity. Wow. Let me give you money so you don't kill me. No, put the money aside. I'm clearing the house. Owls shall be there. Ooh, jackals, hyenas, desert creatures, shaggy goats. 
Father, may, our, may the kingdom of the enemy de be depleted. The zeal of the Lord shall accomplish it. I said the zeal of the Lord shall accomplish it. Let your hand and receive the zeal of the Lord. Father, thank you for your blessing. Thank you that you will accomplish it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ask God that you want to be part of the army that God says that he's going to send to the world. Type of army. Listen. Stand up, everybody. If you are if you are sitting down, listen. Let me tell you something. I've realized something. You can't work in full time ministry with me if you like money. It won't work. Or nice things. It won't work. I I can tell you in advance. Glittering things, and fancy things. And nice cars and if you have a nice cars by the grace of God if you have anything by the grace but I've noticed that the people who do well in full time ministry around, they are simple people they don't mind the dusty roads they don't mind the environment they don't really think about all these things they just want to serve God I'm telling you how to be. I, want, I don't want to lie to you. There are many of my lepers, they cannot be what I'm. You can shout, you can say, like the vision I read to you, you can shout and be around, but what we are talking about, <laughs> it's not compatible. Oh, yeah. 
Your mind must, your heart must not be on it. You can even the missions. Look, Ghana is more than America compared to the rest of Africa. Oh. When I sent Pastor Jake to Nigeria, the first time I went there, I was stopped 41 times by different types of police and soldiers wearing Charlie Water. They are putting on the thing, fire for fire, this for that, different. You see, when I went there, I felt even, fr- I, see, I don't want to lie, I was afraid. I was afraid. You see, one day, Pastor Jake sent me a, 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 a text or a phone that, a text or something that, I think at that time, the text wasn't even working, that the, the watchman in the next house had been slaughtered. They have cut off his head in the next house. And even when I went to Nairobi, the pastor, Obi, showed me, said, the next house, they came to kill everybody in the house. They shot the father, they shot the mother, they shot all the children just before they came to stay in the house. I said, hey. So if you have some pity, say, oh, let me move this guy back to safety. Because in London, nobody can come to your next house and shoot you, just shoot everybody in the house in Kenya. Hey. And then in Lagos, I became more afraid as I was driving. You see, fire for fire. This, this. this what are they? I've not seen a fire to fire before. <laughs> if your eye is full of pity, you can't even be me to send somebody. Very difficult to. When Pastor Jake had a house and he moved into his new house, God bless him, he had his own house. As soon as he moved into his new house, within a few weeks, the Lord told me, send him to Nigeria. I said, Lord, do you know that he has just moved to his his new house? Will you not give him some time to enjoy the house? The Lord said, send him to Nigeria. If you have this type of pity for somebody's education, somebody's schooling, somebody's safety, you can't even be me. To send someone. When I look at the young ones, when they are ready to go, we're ready. I know what they will face. But if I am pitiful, because it, it's not easy, I will say no, don't come. I would have said to Claudia, don't come, don't come to Ghana. I know. But my eye must be hard. Sometimes I turn my head. I will say, Lord, I don't want to see. Lord, I don't want to feel it. It's painful. Not everybody is going to end up like me. Look at here. I can travel. I have a car. I can... No, I, not all will be like that. Don't deceive yourself. If you think everybody is going to be me, you've you got to think again. It's not true. But if my eyes has compassion on the fruit of the womb, I cannot do what I'm doing. God said, I will send somebody. He will not pity even the people that he sent. He will just send them. They themselves will not pity themselves. They will not value. When you speak, you say, no, we are not after you. So, thank you. And I know sometimes my lay pastors don't understand. Imaris, I'm sure you found it queer. When I arrived in Geneva, as soon as I sat in the car and I drove around, what did I say? I don't have any interest. Anything in this place attracts me. I don't have, as soon as I sat in the car... 
two minutes out of the airport. I said, ah, this place, there is nothing here that attracts me. A town with so much money, Geneva. I can preach there in a way and let everybody make gifts for me. Yes, I'm a pastor. I know what I'm saying. I can stay there, do things. Because I'll send somebody who doesn't value what you value. And that is what will make the difference. I'll send somebody who doesn't value the gold you value so much. That's where the difference comes in the war. When one of my pastors went to Sierra Leone and he saw a lot of soldiers, Nigerian peacekeepers, they were there. So I said, what are they? They said, oh, they are all driving taxis. Some are into diamond mining. And so I said, ah, what type of soldiers are these? <laughs> they are businessmen. <laughs> they are doing taxis. They are driving taxis in Freetown. And they are into diamond because of the diamond trade. They have got into the diamond trade. They are soldiers. What kind of soldiers are these? Their eye is thinking of the future. Why should I go and die a foolish death? Rebels are fighting. I should go and put myself in the middle. Let me do my diamond this thing till they transfer me from here. Mercy. But God said, I'm going to send a type of soldier. I say a type of soldier who will not value any of these things. He will not have pity. May God anoint you to be among his army. May you stand among the brave ones of God. May you stand in the darkness and succeed where others could not succeed. May you prevail. May you be a general. May you be a colonel. May you be a captain. May you be of the higher ranks in his precious army of ones that will spend and be spent for the sake of eternity. May your eye now begin to change in its value. Now I see an eyeball. I see an eyeball that is being operated upon spiritually. God is tuning your eye to see something else that you will now not pity and you will now not value and you will now not find things precious which God does not find precious. Thank you, Jesus. We lift our hands to you and we honor you. Thank you. I feel the presence of the army spirit. Receive an army cloak. I see the mantle of the army, the mantle of the soldier, the mantle of the officer. The mantle of the high-ranking soldier has been released. Now, take it one. Receive the high-ranking anointing of the armies of God. The ranking anointing to send. The ranking, high-ranking anointing to have no pity. The high-ranking anointing to not value gold. The high-ranking anointing to not value silver. The higher ranks of the armies of God are being released now. Take it, receive it in your hand, receive it in your heart, receive it in your spirit now. Thank you.
Thank you. Thank you. Oh, just begin to thank him right now. It's happened. Higher ranks have been discharged and released. Oh, 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 oh. Higher ranks. Higher ranks. Blessed be the Lord. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Give the Lord a clap offering. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. You may be seated. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Praise his holy name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Bless the Lord, of my soul, praise his holy name. The Lord is good. He, he reigns forever. He reigns forever. He is merciful. He's merciful. Bless his tonight I sense that God has given I just see green that's what I'm seeing green army uniforms that's what I'm seeing receive it it's only soldiers who have medals it's only soldiers it's only soldiers I see green 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 I'm standing in, an, in the midst of an army. Well-disciplined soldiers whose eye, and I saw, I saw an eye. You see, like, it was like the eye was glassy and something was being adjusted in the eye. Like, the eye will not value. When you see silver, you don't have value for it. And then I saw higher ranking soldiers, mantles being distributed. Higher ranking. Higher ranking. Wow. Thank him now. Thank him. Bless the Lord of my soul. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Praise His holy name. Come on. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Praise His holy name. Is holy. 
Come on, sing with me. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord of my soul. Bless the Lord of my soul. Bless the Lord of my soul. Lift your hands. I feel his presence. Bless the Lord of my soul. Bless the Lord of my soul. Bless the Lord of my soul. Praise his Come on, the Lord is good. the Lord of my soul bless the Lord of my soul bless the Lord of my soul praise his holy the Lord is good Sit down. All right. How many know that you have been dressed in a green, in a green uniform? Wow. How many have received your green? Tonight is a night of green uniform wearing. Wearing of green uniforms. Khaki. This is not a time for dresses. We don't wear dresses in the army. We don't wear nighties. We don't wear slippers. We are going to swim in our khaki. And we won't, we won't have any towels to dry ourselves. We shall dry in it. We'll dry in it. You see, what I'm talking about is not, you can't, that's why I, I've been saying to you, don't come. I don't want you to feel discouraged. Do you see? If you feel you are not part of the army. Do you understand what I'm saying? If you are not called, you feel discouraged. How many are discouraged? How many feel that you are part of the green Angels dressed people. You were sitting there. You didn't know angel was putting trousers. Putting uh, shirts, boots, caps. Let's see. But you didn't see it. He dressed you up in the spirit. You were dressed before we finished. People will be saying to you, don't you like? No, I don't like. Are you sure you don't like? I don't like it. Come and get us. I don't like it. 
Oh, you are lying. So I said, okay. It's up to you. So I said, I don't like it. I don't like it. I like God. I said, I like God. Yeah. I said, I like God. I, I prefer God. And he's paining you. Wow. How many are glad the angel put on the uniform for you today? Wow. Ladies will be running. They will be running with their boots. Say, you don't like, say, I don't like. You don't like, say, I don't like. You can't force me to like what I say I don't like. God has adjusted my eyes. When I see, it doesn't look valuable to me. That's what I'm saying. Do you know, God can adjust your eyes. I remember some years ago, I sat with a pastor. He came from um, America. He was wearing a special golden watch. So the guy I went with, he saw it. Later, we were discussing. He said, did you see the diamonds at every, let's say, 10 o'clock is a diamond. 10 o'clock is not 10. 10 o'clock is a diamond. So as the clock was going around, it goes from diamond to diamond. Special golden watch. And the way the guy talked about, I remember when I, was, when I would pass through airports, I would see that type of watch. And I would look at it and say, wow, that ask the price. How much is one? $15,000. How much is one? $10,000. I said, wow. What a great thing. I remember at that time, I valued it. As time went on, God held my eye like this. And then, okay, come, let me adjust your eye. Stand here. Stand here. God, God held my eye like this. Ah! And then he adjusted the eye. So, when I saw the thing again, with the diamonds, I didn't value the thing again. Can you see that way? I can't see. Do you like it? I don't like it. Do you want it? I don't need it. Give the Lord a shout of praise. So now, I pass through all those golden diamonds that are glittering and glistening and I say what was wrong with me when I was looking at these things and I was valuing them and praying for one of these one day I realized that God had adjusted my eyes that's why I sit in the cities of wealth I can be there I just want to go away that's why when I went to Ethiopia I didn't want to see the president I wanted to see the, the famine, the place. God has adjusted my eyes. Man, he has. He has changed what I value. He said, I will raise up a type of person and he, his eyes will have been adjusted. 
when he sees a child, he will not have that feeling that people normally have. When he sees money, he will not have that, that interest. He said, God was, God was showing that the punishment I'm going to bring is it's not a normal army. Not soldiers who do diamond mining. It's a type of merciless group. Gosh, pray, pray, pray that you will never meet such an army as your enemy. Merciless. You can't bribe them. You can't charm them. You can't redirect them. You can't change their course. You can't suggest things to them. You can't sway them. You can't influence them. You can't change them. They just are this way. One day, one of, our, one of the pastors in this city, he met me and he said, you know, one of the things that challenges me about you is that you keep on staying on the same simple course of... Because I went to his church and I preached from John, 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 John 8 verse 12, I am the light of the world. Who the he that followeth me shall, shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. You know, I had no special messages. Sometimes people say, man, your messages are very simple. May God help my eye never to change, to see something else. Wow. I'm blessed that God adjusted my eyes. Father, adjust the eyes. When they see nice things, they will, they will not be moved by nice things. They will be moved by you, by your hand. Send them to the deserts. Send them to the forest. Send them to the jungle. In Jesus' name. Listen. When I travel, I met somebody who went to Democratic Republic of Congo. He was telling me, for the last 15 years, when Mobutu was there, he didn't pay anybody's salaries. Ministry of Health, Ministry of Justice, ministry, nobody was paid. Embassies, no one. 10 years to 15 years. No, no pay. They were just, he said the embassies became beggars. And I felt in my heart, this is the place we have to go. So I called somebody in London. I, I sent him a text. I'm sending you to Democratic Republic of Congo, Kinshasa. He said, yes, sir. I will do as you say. I'm ready. He lives in Europe, established with his wife and children. I said, I want you to go. These are people whose eyes have been adjusted. Then when I went to Ethiopia and I saw that the place was wild, I said, no, I want you to go to Ethiopia. <laughs> you see, so pastors meet me and say, what, 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 what are you telling the people? What are you promising them? What do you offer them? Why do they go? What, what, what is it? Why do you send somebody from London, from here, from here? What have you done? God has touched their eyes. Wow. I have doctors and medical students who are just waiting to abandon all that they have suffered for. <laughs> and I, 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 you see, I don't, I don't blame them because their eyes have been adjusted. Yeah. I don't mean, it's, it's normal. When you come near a certain presence and a certain anointing, it will affect your eyes. And when you come to a service like that, God puts trousers on you green. Because today I saw green. It's, it's fading now. The green is fading now. I'm, I'm, the vision is fading. Because the anointing is lifting. 
But I saw it. I saw it. I saw dressed green, plenty. I saw just I was sitting here. And in addition, officers, high-ranking officers. Wow. Lift your hands and give the Lord a shout of praise, somebody. I saw high-ranking officers. I said I saw higher ranks amongst us. I saw higher ranks. My God, what a gift. Tonight is a special gifting night. Special mantling and trousers and special cloak. My God. Above it all is his hand at work. Thank you, Jesus, for your great blessing. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.